Hey, we're back with your boy Micah Parsons back on the edge live on Bleach Report app. And let's get right into our game against the Patriots. And yes, we are going to get into the Zach Wilson thing, but I'm always going to give you the Cowboys breakdown. I know there's a lot going on about my health. Hey, but I finished that game. Y'all always know I'm a fight. There's no such thing as going out. So I'm going to keep fighting through it. I'm going to keep rehabbing and getting ready for this clash against the 49ers. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, the biggest difference in this week's performance is that I think we settled in. We said, okay, we lost Trayvon. Can we still be dominant without Trayvon? And I think uh, we showed that. And that brings me into, and I'm going to get into him some more, but my guy, Deron Bland, super, extremely stepping up. He stepped up for J. Lou last year, and he stepped up for Trayvon this year. A guy that could go inside or outside. And I mean, man, I'm going to get into more of that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think we we said we were just going to dominate. We were going to win up front. Uh, we were going to win that battle. And we are going to show that we could be dominant. Another lopsided victory. I wish they didn't even get three. I think uh, we're the type of team that can, you know, beat, get. We're the type of team that can hold teams to, to zero points, just like we did the, uh, the Giants. So um, we got a big test coming up this weekend. It's going to be super exciting. But just know, I'm going to always keep fighting for y'all. I'm gonna always try to stay on that field. I don't even believe in missing practices, games, um, just because how much it means to me. But your boy going to get right because we got a big one this weekend. Uh, my thoughts on Mac Jones was I thought Mac could have played better. It's definitely not his best game. Um, I think uh, the pass rush and things like that got to him. A little nervousness, a little, little shaky, but uh, I think he'll he'll continually get better. He's still his third year in. They still have yet to have their number one receiver out there. Juju's not out there, um, so they still growing in a receiver position. Need to get help there. We handed Bill Belichick his largest loss of his career. You know, that's always exciting. Uh, everyone knows Belichick is a legend. He's dominated the NFL for so long, but he dominated with Tom Brady. So do we say Tom helped it? Of course Tom helped it, but Bill's still a great coach. Uh, he still dominates on special teams and things like that. So uh, we, we, we're we just going to keep that there. Bill's a legend. We have nothing bad to say about Bill. Uh, but when Bill and Tom were together, they were the best thing going. So that's just what they do. Uh, but I want to get straight into our dogs of the week. You know, my first dog of the week is going out to my guy, Deron Bland. Holy smokes. You know, I always pick on Deron about just everything when he dropped picks in practice and, you know, just always trying to get on him a little bit. But man, oh man, was he the best player out there on Sunday? I mean, the plays he made was just spectacular. It was like, you know, I feel like, you know, he really did that for Trayvon, bro, because Trayvon had a pick six uh, against uh, Mac Jones when we went up to New England and things like that. But Deron, 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 hey, we appreciate you, brother. Way to dominate two picks. It's like you you continuously always getting two picks when you do it. Uh, we want to see that this weekend too, brother. But that is what's up. Deron, keep going, brother. And my other dog of the week, my code dog, is Khalil Mack. Six sacks. Like, are we serious? Is that how you're going to do the Raiders? The revenge game? I know they brung it up. The revenge game. Khalil Mack. Six sacks. They're coming and tie the league in sacks. Like, man, oh, man. That was serious. I mean, I guess the Raiders is still turning their sleep for letting you go. I don't know how anybody lets Khalil Mack go continually. He's the all-decade player, has been dominating this league for so long, and he's still dominating. Congratulations, Khalil Mack. Um, 
And then we're going to get straight into it. My thoughts on Zach Wilson and that game, I thought Zach played his best game. Zach had outplayed Mahomes in the first quarter, uh, first half. He did fumble the snap. And mind you, it, it happens to everyone. He, no one's perfect. But one thing I didn't appreciate was what Rodney Harrison was doing. You're you're in the NFL, right? You there's levels to the NFL. There there's good, there's a really good, there's elite, and there's just God tier. You could be honest. Um, honestly, yeah. uh, if I'm being completely honest, we knew it was going to be a battle. He's continuing to get better week in and week out, and he's continuing to lead. Week in and week out. But watching that tape, man, you got to look at this dude and say, oh, he is garbage. Like, we should we should really tear him apart earlier. Like I said, Zach Wilson is special, man. You just got to give the guy time. You know what wait, I mean? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Zach Wilson is special? Yeah. I think he had a special night, but I don't think he's special. I've got to prove that over. You're special because you proved it over a course. <laughs> he's not special. I'm just saying, Chris. Hey, Lynn. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, to me, to me, bro, like that's just not right. And listen, I and you know, I always keep my faith in God, and I'm gonna get, I'm, and I'm gonna just keep this real with you. I I truly believe that we are not one to judge. We we cannot just keep saying someone's garbage, saying who's special, who's not special. Now, if you're a really good football player, yes, Chris Jones is a really good football player. Um, is he a better player than Zach Wilson? Yes, but Chris has built himself upon that. Uh, we're not giving that same courtesy of Zach Wilson. Let him grow. He's continuing to get better each week and week out. And that's just, to me, that's a fraudulent move because everyone deserves a chance to be better. Like, I just, like, even me, I can't, I'm not the one to decide who's special, who's not special. You know, Zach Wilson is special in his own way, bro. Like, you can't sit here and say, oh, you look at the tape and he's garbage. Like, come on, Rodney. Like, you didn't even do that. You can say he's not a Mahomes tier. Yeah, you can say that. But you can't say that he's not a good quarterback. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. If, Rodney, you can show me you can do it, then you do it. If you were so good. Like, bro, like, he's a top five pick. He got drafted that high for a reason. Let his traits and everything he do grow, bro. Zach, bro, if you out there, I hope you win. I really do. I hope you win. I hope you grow into the player that no one thinks that you can grow into, bro. Because I, there's a lot of people that's hating on you, brother. Uh, Hall of Famers, ex-pro players, which makes no sense. I get we all love the game of football. But at the end of the day, we got to remember these people are like, Zach is a human being, bro. Zach is a human. We don't use our platform to degrade other players. This is not what we do. We use our platform to uplift people. We use our platform to talk good about people. Say, Zach, build confidence. You know, what? every person in this world just needs someone to believe in them, okay? And I'm big on that. Uh, my person that I grew up that believed in me was Coach Ham. R.P. Coach Ham, that was my dog. He was the first person in my life that told me I could really be something. And I actually believed in him that he thought I could be something. Someone starting with me is I believe in Zach Wilson. I believe that you can be something special regardless of what these other guys are saying. So if you out there, bro, I believe that you can be special. Don't ever let someone tell you can't be special or that you're not good at something because you're not good right now. Uh, I'm all about what you can be, not where you're at now right now. You want to beat yourself every year. I want to be a better person next year and the year after that. So that's kind of my thoughts. And we're just going to move on from that. And that should be for all type of uh, that should be for all guys, you know, all platforms. Let's build these guys and say, hey, you need to get better. It's not our 
job and uh, our job to degrade people and put people down. We're just being, you guys are just being social media bullies. Social media bullies. No one in life likes a bully, bro. Um, and I'm tired of seeing these guys bully these athletes and do all this stuff, bro. Like, let's not bully these people no more. I'm, I'm so sick of seeing bullies. I hate bullies. Like, this is, is some clown stuff, clown behavior. We're not on this app to, and we're not using our platform to clown and bully other athletes, bro. That's just not what we're doing, and we need to stop this. That's not who we are, bro. This is this is so-called be a brotherhood, whether you're elite or not, because the same guy, Rodney Harrison, is the type of guy that'll come and shake my hand and tell me the type of fine player I am and will try to hype me up into my face. But don't do that for another athlete who may not be on the same tier and put him down, bro, because that's not right. And I don't think no one should do that. Talking about Chris, you're special. He's not special. You're not the one to decide who's special and who's not special, Ronnie. I'm sorry. Yes, she was a good player, but that's not your job. And it's not what you should be doing. And I'm tired of the social media bullies. And I'm going to just move on from it because it, it, it truly makes me upset, bro. It truly makes me so. Zach, keep winning. And uh, we believe in you from this side. And, I, and I'm going to just put it like that, bro. Um, and, yo, now we're going to get into Dolphin Bills. Uh, what My first thoughts was I was truly surprised. Uh, I thought it would be a closer game. But what I've always told people is if Josh Allen is on, he is a hard player to beat. I don't care who you are or who you're going against. If Josh Allen decides, hey, I'm not going to turn the ball over and I'm going to go out here and throw and I'm going to run and do what I do, oh, my gosh, Josh I mean, come on, y'all. Like, Josh is that guy. Um, That's why I had to – they were both in my top four of uh, top four AFC teams. You saw a top four clash, and they found a way to slow down Tyreek Hill. Uh, the rush got after him. And mind you, they still don't have Von Miller. So this is going to be really ex- exciting matchup uh, that we're seeing. This division is intense right now. Um, They handed the Miami Dolphins their first loss of the season. So it's just, it's good and intense over there. We should, we should all be getting excited for this stuff. And one thing that I liked about this game was Stefan Diggs, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. If you're a WWE fan and you didn't like this Selly, this was – this might be top five Sellys of all time, bro. Like, this was hard. I like, I'm thinking about stealing this uh, for myself, bro. Like, I might have to steal it. If I get an end zone, I need to find me some beers and clash them too. Like, this was real uh, – this that was a fun matchup. That was a true uh, Sunday football game. I was watching it before my game, and that was a tense game. I was a, I was actually shocked. I thought it would be a way closer game, but you know it is what it is. That that's just Josh Allen. He's special, bro, and that's why he'll stay in my top four. I mean, he just played his game, and when you get your best receiver to go up with you, I mean, their their duo is pretty unstoppable. So, uh, it it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. And we're going to get into a, 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 you know, an elite AFC team that's kind of struggling right now, uh, and that's the Bengals. We're, we're Now we're saying, what's going on with the Bengals? You know, this isn't how no one thought uh, the Bengals would start. Uh, I don't think anyone thought the Bengals would start like this. It's a little confusing. You know, it's starting to get to that point, like, does there need to be a switch? Does there need to be a change? Um, what's going on, right? Let's listen to Jamar Chase after the Bengals lost to the Titans, okay? I'm open. I'm always fucking open. Excuse my profanity. I'm sorry. I'm open. I'm always fucking open. Excuse my profanity. I'm sorry. I'm open. You know what this is? This is this is rage, okay? 
Um, yes, I do believe Jamar is always open. If Jamar is single high, I'm giving him a chance. And there needs to be found ways. But you kind of hate to see this because when you know Joe Burrow and Jamar, they're the they're the tandem, okay? One and two. All right. You got T. Higgins, who's uh one in, that's like the guy he likes to throw to if Jamar's not open and things like that. But I hate to see that just because of how close they are, you know, and that kind of builds a little, uh, it just builds a little bit of bad taste between uh, QB one and wide receiver one. And you kind of hate to see that. Like you don't want to see the social media side of all this, like this and that. You don't want to see that. So I hope that gets cleaned up. The Bengals, the NFL is better when the Bengals are better, and especially the talent that they have. It's a little uh, – it's confusing because they're so good and they kind of have to do it right now. After you give Burrow that contract and you got to think about – you got to give T. Higgins one soon and you got to give Jamar Chase one soon. It's like, will they be able to keep all those pieces together? And that's going to be the tough part. So you hope the Bengals will turn on now because – other people they have to pay uh, starting next year. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how things go. But this needs to turn around fast. Uh, starting, you know, one and three is pretty tough, especially in the NFL to bounce back. But if anyone can do it, the Bengals can. Because if we remember uh, Jamar's rookie year, they started off losing and they came back and went all the way to the Super Bowl. So it's not something you haven't done before, but it's something that's going to be harder because people have – they have – film on them now. They have uh, routines. They have everything on them now. They're saying, hey, this is how we could beat the Bengals. So they have to switch it up offensively, have to think, get things going ASAP. And no, you do not sit Joe Burrow. You make him tough this out. You make them fight through adversity. Uh, I've never seen a champion that haven't been battle-tested. When you are battle-tested, that makes true champions. Like I said last week, uh, when we lost to the Car- for, uh, Cardinals. We got battle tested. Uh, we got we got outclassed, and we got to make sure that doesn't happen again. Okay, um, and that leads to Derrick Henry having his first hundred yard game of the season. Where do we rank Derrick Henry? I think we have to rank Derrick Henry uh, top five easily. Uh, this guy has always been elite back since he came in the league. Uh, pretty much unstoppable. Pretty much a horse. Like this guy, he stiff arms people. He trucks people. He's constantly falling forward. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, I'm glad they did not do you wrong. Like the rest of these running backs, keep going, brother. Keep shining. Keep doing you. Keep putting on for the running back class um, because you, the rest of your brothers got to get back. Commanders, Eagles. Uh, that was a hell of a game. I, I honestly, you would think that the Eagles, uh, I thought they would have dominated a little bit more. You've seen great games out of A.J. Brown. Uh, A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurst seem like they're finding each other again. Um, but the biggest thing everyone wants to talk about is the tush push. What do I think about the tush push? And let's take a look at it. I honestly just think they have the team to do the tush push. Uh, we stopped the England when they try to do the same thing to us. Um, it's all about who you have. The Eagles have the best O-line in the game. So, yes, it's a cheat code. Uh, they're unstoppable at it. They have the best O-line and they have uh, a quarterback who's squatting 600 and he knows how to move his legs and push forward. So, yes, it's OD. Like, it's it should be, and it's hard to say, oh, it's illegal for one team because who they have. We just have to deal with it. We have to adjust. We have to prepare to stop it. And, and it's not up to the league to say, hey, just because you can't stop it, 
we have to take it away. No, we have to get better. We have to get stronger up front, and we have to stop it. We have to get them out of it. Uh, I, you know, I don't want nothing uh, to say, hey, you know, that that's kind of like suckers. Like, I don't want to be a part of a league that's like, hey, I can't stop something. I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough to beat it, so we got to take it out the game. No, guys, this is this is football. This is man football. We got to man up and stop it, and that's just what it is. Uh, will we be able to stop it? It's going to be a good one, and we're going to find out uh, pretty soon. Um, I can't wait to see. It's going to be a clash. Um, of course, Eagles Cowboys biggest rivalry in football. Um, y'all know it's going to be. It's going to go down to the wire, and uh, I'm not going to put too much, too many words on it, but. It's going to be a good game, and there's going to be some things that we got to stop, we have to get, and uh, it, that's all that has to be said. Uh, some rookies that are surprising the league that no one's talking about is C.J. Stroud, and I know people are hyped, get, getting into the B. John hype train. We'll get to that, but we need to jump on board with C.J. Stroud. Um, the most pass attempts without interceptions to start your career, and I want y'all to realize who C.J. Stroud has now beat, okay? And he just did something Deshaun Watson hasn't been able to do. He just he just dominated the St- the Steelers defense, a defense that we said had T.J. Watt, has Cameron Hayward, has Alex Highsmith, uh, Minka, and he dominated them. I mean, C.J. Stroud is the real deal, and not only did he do that, he just beat the Jaguars, who I think the Jaguars have a top ten defense with guys like Andre Cisco. They got guys like Josh Allen, who just had another three sack game. They got guys like Okulon. They got guys like uh, they have a lot of guys that are really good, and we're just we're we cannot let CJ go unknown. He was my he was my QB one coming out of the draft. I don't know who um I don't know if y'all remember. I was like, man, CJ's that guy. I think he's going to be dominant and things like that because his confidence, the things that he's bringing to this game. I think CJ's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, if it's not Bijan, it's going to come down to the wire. But he stays on this pace. I think CJ walks away with it. Uh, it's going to be a tense battle between Bijan and CJ. But man, oh man, CJ is looking really good. He got two wins in a row. He won the first home game in Houston since 2021. So uh, we need to give it up for uh, CJ. I mean, this is this is the real deal. I think CJ is the real deal. And we also need to talk about my other offensive guy who's coming into the light is Nikola. Uh, I think Sean McVay always does a really good job of giving his receiver one the ball and finding ways to uh, get him open. And I mean, he's just a prime example. He fit into this Cooper Cup role, and I can't wait to see him cu- see what he does when Cooper Cup come back. Now, soon people are going to focus on him, but when Cooper Cup comes back, he, Cooper Cup is not someone you just don't send the field to. Okay, this this duo right here is going to be some serious work, and it's going to be extremely fun to see. Uh, Matthew Stafford is still looking good. It's a, it's going to be an impressive weekend. It was a hell of a comeback um, by the Rams, and they're looking really good. So it, those are three players we really need to talk about right now, and that's C.J. Stroud, Bijan, and Nikola right now, and it's looking extremely well. Bijan, oh, my God. Anyone see Bijan's juke? Did anyone see that? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I don't even think we have it up here, but Bijan's juke and what he's been able to do in this league has been really dynamic. I think that's why you take running backs top 10. He is defining this league of why you should take him. And we would love to see Jameer Gibbs get going a little bit more. I know they got him in like this backup role. I would love to see uh, Bijan 
coming, uh, Jameer Gibbs coming to the role that Bijan is right now, and that's get him more carries, get him going, because I think them two young backs can really be dynamic and take over this league. And it's a uh, Jameer is going to be someone that we see pretty heavy, but it's going to be it's going to be. Look at this! Oh my god! Oh my! Like that is just ridiculous. Bijan is so wacky. I mean, he's a do it all back. He really reminds me of Saquon Barkley. Like, what Saquon was doing his rookie year, we seeing that out of Bijan. These top uh, 10 running backs that we see coming into this league, that's what we're seeing right now. And uh, it's really exciting to see. And, you know, these got this, this trio ceiling right now, uh, I think these are going to be Pro Bowl players. I think Bijan goes Pro Bowl this year. I think that, you know, CJ keeps playing the way he is, and he, you know... I think CJ might be a Pro Bowl uh, quarterback this year. He's a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback without a true dynamic number one that Tua has. You know, uh, Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's almost a receiver, however you say it. Uh, Joe Burrow has uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. We're seeing CJ Stroud do this with Tank Dow, Nico Collins, and Brevin Jordan, not saying they're really good players, but they're not players who stamp themselves in this league like the rest of these guys. So this is something we really need to take notice of. And C.J. Stroud is hooping, and he needs more credit uh, than people are giving right now. Um, and that just moves us on to the Broncos-Bears. If the season ended right now, the Bears will have pick one and two. Now, how scary was that? Now, everyone knows I'm a huge Justin Fields guy. I'm not saying the Bears should... Uh, get rid of Justin Fields because Justin Fields just played his best game of football last week and his defense let him down. But the question is, what do you do at pick one and two? If the season ended right now, do you take Caleb Williams, who I think might be the best quarterback recruit to ever come into the NFL the way he's dominated? I think at one point in that game last week against USC, he had six incompletions but had six touchdowns. Like, what do you do when you got a guy like that and then you have pick number one and then you could possibly say, oh, my gosh, we could get Marvin Harrison. But Justin Fields is an elite quarterback and he showed that last week. The Bears have a lot to think about, especially if they don't pick it up. Where do you guys want to go with this season? Uh, do you tank and get another number one receiver, especially because you're not getting what you thought you were going to get out of Chase Claypool? And there's been a lot of drama with that. Um, that's that's something that we have to think about. What do the Bears do if the season ends right now? Um, and where do they think they're going forward? Do you move on with Caleb Williams? And do you get Marvin Harrison? Do you get someone to add to their defense? Because that's someone they desperately need. Desperately need. I can't believe they let Jalen Carter get away from him. I definitely think he would have made a huge difference on this Chicago defense. You see how much he's dominating and the Eagles in their system. So, uh, that's something neat, but the real praise, not only is it Justin Fields and the Bears, but, uh, we need to talk about Sean Payton's 21 point comeback for the, the, uh, Broncos comeback. Okay. Now let's talk about this, right? I want to talk about how Sean cut his sleeves off first. Is now, is this some type of superstition or something that he's doing? Um, this was this was like almost like you know how some people are like all right, I gotta roll up my sleeves like I gotta get intense like it is it, like I don't know if that was like his moment like let me roll up my sleeve let me stop playing with these boys like we better than them that's what I just saw Sean Payton just showed that dog in him like that was that was a dog moment like and they then they came back they scored twenty four straight uh come back from a twenty one point deficit which was serious that was serious bro um 
I think the Broncos have a chance to turn the season around after coming back. Now they're saying, hey, we can get stops. We can do this. Uh, their defense has stepped up in that second half. Everything turned around for them. Uh, I would love to see Russ keep playing the way he's been playing. Russ played a great game last week just with Justin Fields. I think both, that was both of their best games in the season. But I would love to see the Broncos turn around because this was a top-tier defense last year. And it was like, last year was like, the defense is so good, now the, but the offense isn't helping. Now it's kind of the opposite where the offense is doing real good and the defense is struggling. So you love to see both sides click a little bit more and get that intensity. You guys got like Pastor Tain, Randy Gregory, uh, you get you did well in the free agency, so I would love to see these guys turn around a little bit more, um, and and things like that. Now, I now y'all see the jerseys on my wall right now, right? You see Herbert, you see Garner, and you see Giannis. Okay, I put my Giannis up there right now because of Damian Lillard trade, and y'all know how I feel about my boy, my boy Giannis. Now, Dame time, Dame time is back. Oh man, oh man. Giannis, Dame Time, and they kept Middleton. Now, this is a serious trio. This should not be slept on. This Eastern Conference side, it used to be very lopsided West Coast. Uh-uh, this East side is serious. You add Dame Time? I, I mean, to be fair, the Bucks finished number one without Dame Time. Imagine what they do with him, uh, and they're going to spread the floor, and it's going to help Giannis get more buckets. This is going to be a fun matchup to see uh, with them together. Y'all know I'm going to go up to Milwaukee and watch a game because Dame Dollar is up there with my boy Giannis. It's going to be super fun to see. Uh, and I felt a little bad because my man Sauce got that weak, late holding call. Yes, that is suspicious, but we're not going to get into that right now because I still need my calls this season. I don't want to call out them refs because we know what happened up there in New York, but that was very suspicious. Uh, and it, uh, y'all know what I'm trying to say here. Um, but yeah, and Herbo, y'all know he's a beast. Uh, and they got that win over the Raiders this week. So that was a big dub for them. Uh, who would be Damian Lillard in the NFL? Huh. This is this is kind of tough. Like, because Dame got that rapping swag. Who? Who would y'all say that Damian Lillard? Uh, who is Damian Lillard of the NFL? Hmm. Who always put him there? Like, because, you know, he got that charisma. He got that rap. We got that juice. I might say maybe, like, Stefan Diggs, maybe. Y'all, y'all think, like, Stefan Diggs, maybe? Like, because he's also a little quiet. I think I think I might go Stefan Diggs, maybe. Um, that would be fun. All right, and I saved the best for last, and that's the 49ers. Y'all know what type of game this is. This is a playoff uh, contention. This is a huge game, huge uh, not it's a NFC matchup. Y'all know it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be a very good game. And I already told y'all Brock Purdy is the real deal. I mean... Brock Purdy has dominated. He has not lost a regular season game yet. We have our hands full. Um, Y'all know who they have. They have Christian McCaffrey, who just won an absurd last week. LeBron even shouted this man out. When you get a shout-out from LeBron, LeBron's random tweets, you know you are hooping. I mean, this is... I mean, look at what Christian McCaffrey did against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Four touchdowns. I mean, bro, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's the best back in the NFL. He can do everything. He's in the pass. He's in the run. Uh, it's going to be an extreme matchup. And you see IU. They got Debo. They got Trent Williams. 
And Brock Purdy keeps proving himself week in, week out, dominating, doing what he do. Um, the question is, will we hand uh, Brock Purdy his first loss of the season? That's something we don't know. That's why we let the past talk. We let football talk for us. And it goes things like that. This is going to be a very good game. And especially it's at the place where we lost at. I think it's going to be a defensive game as always. We got to come, come in there, find a way to make uh, Purdy one-dimensional and be dominant. But, you know, I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, it's going to be super fun to watch. And I need every... Cowboys Nation, I need y'all to pull up to the Bay. We need to make this a home game. I'm calling Cowboys Nation now to step up and be with us in the Bay. We need every single one of y'all. We need to go up another notch. We need to be the best, baby. We need Cowboys Nation there. I need all of y'all there. We're going to need all hands aboard to knock this team out. Um, And that's just what it's going to take. And let's get straight to it. And uh, to finish off my segment, I want to take some final questions from the chat. And... You know, let's just get some questions from the chat. Uh, one question is, what's up, Warriors? Uh, with the Warriors hat before, you play with in the Bay Area. Um, those of y'all know, I'm a huge Stephen Curry fan, Splash Bros. I won four titles with them. So that's just where I'm at with that. Y'all know, I'm, I'm with the Warriors, but now that I'm in Dodge, I am, with the, I am with the Mavs a little bit. But just know, uh, I like to rep my Warriors a little bit here and there. Because, you know, the Splash Bros. You know, Stephen Curry changed the game of basketball. And uh, that's just my guy. That's just someone who I always root for. Um, what are your thoughts of us being three and a five, three and a half underdogs? Uh, that's that's just what it is. They're an undefeated team. It just is what it is. Like, you know, they deserve it. We lost to the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals. It just is what it is. We got to come out and uh, show that we're the best. How is my ankle? Uh... My ankle is very well. You know, I, I got to get treatment. I got to, you know, keep it going. Uh, I got to get my rehab. I got to get ready because I got to go against the best tackle in football, and that's Trent Williams. Uh, and it's always going to be a fun match. I actually have his jersey. He's going up on the wall next week. So, uh, you know, this is going to be a fun game. Uh, I can't wait to get out there. I got to get back at it. I, I got to get back into my rehab and treatment right after this. Uh, do you think Joe Burrow's injury – or is it something mental? Um, I think it's a combination of both. Uh, I remember when Dak was coming back from his like injury and his hand injury, it took him a little bit to get back into it. Um, you as much treatment and things like that, you know, you gotta put trust back into your legs. You gotta put trust back into everything that uh that you've been training for. And it's hard when things is aching and things feel a little wobbly. Maybe Joe Burrow don't feel confident in his leg yet, where is prohibiting to do things that we've seen Joe Burrow do, and that's just make magical plays um, that, you know, is restricting him. So we just got to be careful, watch how they go, and hopefully they turn it around. Um, do you think Jamar was throwing Burrow under the bus? No, I don't think Jamar was turning him under the bus. He just let his quarterback, he's open. I think we've seen that with A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts on our sideline. Uh, when you're being competitive and you're bring, you're doing all this, um, especially in the National Football League, it just seems to bring the best out of people. I think that's something Jamar wished he could take back. Uh, I don't necessarily think he was taking a shot at Joe. He's just like, you know, I just think it's frustration. You know, when you're frustrated and things aren't going the way that you want them to go, it just brings some type of frustration, and there's nothing wrong with that. So Joe Burrow and Jamar are just fine. They're brothers in real life. I've seen it with my own two eyes, and they're both great people. So it's nothing to uh, think about. Uh, positive way to end. 
they said I have a ten. I have, you. I have a career as a commentator in 10, 15 years after the NFL. Uh, truly appreciate that. You know, this is something that I love to do. I think is my way of speaking about football. I love the game of football. I love what it brings, uh, and I believe in just storytelling. Football is a storytelling sport. I love documenting. I love watching it. And it's just our chance to storytell. Me doing this show is me storytelling you what's going around the league, the truth, the ins and outs. I'm going to keep it real about the players. I'm going to keep who's struggling, who's not struggling, what's behind it. Because it's not always what you see on TV. It's not always, you know, things always go in the background. And, you know, people just like to throw absurd things about players and accusations and things because they want to give you clickbait. This show is to give you the real deal spill about what's going on in the league, the truth. Not downplaying nobody. I don't want no clickbait. I want y'all in here because y'all going to get the real scoop about what's going in the uh What's going on in the NFL? And if there's something that y'all want me to talk about, y'all want me to bring up, y'all know, just tune into the chat. And I'll bring it up for you uh, and ask these questions or even at me on all my social medias, my Twitters, Instagram, whatever. I'll bring it up. I'll bring you the real scoop. What's going on? This is the real deal on the edge. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening and hearing me speak. And that's it on the edge. That's your boy, Michael Parsons. I see you, Cowboy Nation, in the Bay. We need you. It's going down. Top three NFC matchup is going down, baby. I see you on the Bay. Your boy's out. Peace.